Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. Hey fellow creatives, welcome to another episode of Your Creative Adventure. I'm CJ Hitz. Hey everyone, I'm Shelly Hitz. We're so thankful that you're here listening again today. And we want to just take a a moment to again uh, give a shout out to one of our reviews. And this comes from uh, Jesus is Lord 527. And it uh, we just really appreciate these reviews. So they say, CJ and Shelley are a breath of fresh air in this entrepreneurial art world. I'm thankful for them talking about not only faith and business, but faith in your business. On top of that, they pray with you. So awesome. Well, we just want to thank you uh, again for this review, just the kind words toward the podcast, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and we do really love praying with you in every episode. That's something that CJ and I feel passionate about. It's something that that's what we do at our church. We're part of the prayer team, the altar ministry, and so we are just so honored, and it's a privilege for us to pray with you on each episode. Yeah, so we're just continuing on this whole theme of, you know, starting your own Etsy business. And we've already looked at a couple episodes specifically, you know, regarding Etsy. But we're going to continue that with uh, this episode 14, which is one way to stand out on Etsy. And, you know, Shelly, there's a lot of uh, sellers on Etsy. You know, and we'd even talked about the total users being well over 37 million. But how do you stand out amongst the crowds? I mean, how do you do this? It seems daunting, you know, if you're just uh, looking at yourself as one of those 37 million. Right. (laughs) And, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to stand out from the crowd. But the one we're going to talk about today is related to customer service and there have been books written all around customer service i recently read one that the title was hug your customers (laughs) and i'm a hugging type of girl but you know online how do you do this how do you you know provide such incredible customer service that it gets people coming back again and again because The honest truth of it is, you know, we've been in business for 15 years now, but when you are selling to someone who's already purchased from you in the past, it is so much easier to sell them something again than try to get a new customer. And so if you can really treat every customer you have just like they are you know, the most important part of your business, 
I really think you're gonna start to stand out amongst other sellers. They're gonna notice something's different about this shop, something's different about this person. And you know, that's one way to create repeat customers. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think uh, when you can leave a great impression, you know, with someone that buys from you, uh, they are gonna come back to see what else you have to offer. And it's just natural. Um, you know, if it's a brick and mortar business out in the community, you're going to have repeat customers that come in. You know, you, you're you a used car salesman or a new car salesman, and you make a great impression, you know, on the person. You sell them a really reliable vehicle. You care about them. Guess who they're going to, you know, send their friends and their neighbors and their family members to to buy a car? Right. Yeah. So it, it makes a difference when you leave that good impression. And, and really it's about having character and integrity and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not trying to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. No, you know, and, and this is all about something coming sincerely from your heart, like that you truly care for your customers. And that's going to come across as you interact with them. And so we're going to talk about some things that you can do on Etsy and, You know, we talked about this last week, but according to Etsy's terms of service, you can only send transactional emails to Etsy customers. So let me just tell you a couple things that you cannot do. So if somebody favorites your listing and you get that notification, you can't then go and message that person a coupon code or something. Now, Etsy has some marketing things that if someone favorites it, they can send it for you, but like you can't reach out to them and and you know try to market to them through email through that. Um, and you you also like you can't send something to someone that you you know just a shop or a customer that you see has purchased from someone else. So like you know, it would, if you could, you know, you could maybe go to your competitor's listing, see who's left them reviews and go and contact those customers. But that's against Etsy's rules. You can't do that. So don't do it. (laughs) Don't break the rules, folks. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to get your shop closed down. But um, I did have someone the other day and it was a big company that if I said their name, you would immediately know who they are and they were doing this. And I was like, if I reported them to Etsy, they could like get in trouble for this. But, um, you know, I didn't, but you know, what, what you can do is send transactional emails. And so what do we mean by transactional emails? There's four times after a customer buys from you on Etsy that you could actually send them an email and you can craft these emails to include your personality, to include things that just draw your customer to you, that help you to give over the top customer service. And um, the first time that you're allowed to email them is after the sale has been made. So immediately after the sale has been made, you could contact them and say, hey, I got your order. Uh, I'll be shipping it out soon. When I do, I'll let you know. You know, I mean, you can you can send them something at that time. You can also send them an email when you ship their item. So Etsy automatically sends them an email, but it's kind of just a dry transactional email. But what you can do is you can send them a very um, fun, personality-driven, and um, email that really has some some things packed into it that can help with your customer service. 
The third time is when their item has been delivered. So you wanna make sure it's been delivered, that there was no um, issues with the shipping, there was, you know, nothing was damaged. And then the fourth time you can email them is after they've posted a review. So it's interesting. I have in my Etsy shop makeover course, you can um, download a PDF and it shows you the exact emails that I have come up with and that I'm using. Or if you wanna buy something from my Etsy shop, <laughs> you'll also get those emails. But um, you know, it's, it's interesting because I purchase things from people on Etsy too. And I rarely, have anyone doing this. I rarely see anyone else doing this where they're actually sending out communications and you know, really giving above and beyond. You know, I almost always post reviews for people and rarely will they even reply back and thank me for my review. Hmm. And so it really will help you stand out amongst the crowd because not many people do this and it makes people feel special. You know, um, one of the things that is so interesting to me, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to spam people. I don't want to send them too many emails. But it's interesting because when you craft these emails, and like I said, I share the exact templates that I use in Etsy Shop Makeover, but when you craft them in a certain way, it really helps your customers feel loved and cared for. And so I've had people tell me, they're like, oh, I feel so loved and cared for. Thank you so much. I'm going to post a review right now. And they're so happy that I'm staying in communication with them and showing appreciation for them. And so it's really interesting um, that not many people take advantage of this. Yeah, and it, it's something that once you create those templates, as, as you mentioned, where, you know, yes, the same essential communication is going out to every person that would buy from you. But you're personalizing with, with their name and you're essentially giving them, you know, you're going an extra step compared to what Etsy's sending them. So you're essentially, you know, letting them know, hey, I really do appreciate, you know, your, your business. And... Yeah, so I, I recommend that... Like you do something that makes them feel special and cared for, but you keep it simple for yourself. Hmm. And so the way that you do this is for those four different types of emails, you can write up like what CJ was talking about, write up templates. And basically this is going to be something that could potentially go out to um, and any of your customers, but you wanna make it simple for yourself. So, you know, we're in business, but we don't want the business to like take over our lives, you know? So you want to make it simple for yourself. Well, Etsy has this certain feature called saved snippets. Do you want to explain a little bit how that works, CJ? Well, in terms of all the technicality, that's a little beyond me, but you know, the thing that you can do is, is you can, you know, again, have that template that that communication specifically say for someone that wrote you a review and you have that already saved etsy allows you to save that and when you go to communicate with that person you can then pick a drop down box that says uh, for example respond to a review 
and that makes it really easy. Then and then it just automatically populates with that exact same template, right? Yeah. You can it's just nice. change their name or add any um, customization that you want. But um, I'm going to add a link to a tutorial on how to use these um, snippets, these saved snippets in Etsy. But you can also just Google search for saved snippets in Etsy. <laughs> if you're not using saved snippets and you're an Etsy shop owner, go do it now. <laughs> There's so many ways you can use this, but these transactional emails are the very first thing I recommend getting written up and saving in there. And even if it's just something really short in the beginning, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot, but you know, like after someone posts a review, I'll say something like, you rock, you're the best, thank you so much, or sending you all the love today, you know, and to be honest, like these are legitimate from my heart messages. I've written these out. These are from like my personality. So sometimes it'll say, woohoo, that's me. That's, you know, <laughs> I say those things. And um, so you want it to come from your heart. You want it to be your personality. But just because I have a template doesn't mean it's fake or that it's spammy or anything like it. There, it's written from my heart and it's coming from me. But having the template is a system and systems are what can really help really like move your business forward. So Shelly, uh, I am one of your customers and I have bought uh, let's say one of your, your artwork books and it finally arrives at my house, but it arrives damaged. No. (laughs) (laughs) So what about when things go wrong, you know, with an order? Oh, I remember my first one. It's kind of like those of you that are writers and published authors, you probably remember your first one star review. Oh my goodness. Like, or your first two star, it's like punch in the gut. But I remember my first one and CJ, I think you probably remember I was sending out a print, but it also had um, a bracelet that had, you know, broken crayon still color on it. And I have a book by that title. And I had a package of stuff that I was sending out and somehow the package came open during shipping and everything fell out, the book, the bracelet, you know, except for the print. And when it got there to my customer, there was, she was missing. And I, I didn't have any more bracelets to give her of that particular kind because I sold out of them. And so I'm sitting here freaking out. Like this had never happened to me before. I'm like, what do I do? And so I want to tell you, like, if this has never happened to you in your Etsy seller, or if you're just getting started, here's a couple things to keep in mind about potential damages in the mail. First of all, make it right for the customer. Do what you have to do. So for this customer, I refunded her, and then I ended up finding another bracelet that was with a different phrase on it. And I said, hey, I did find this. If you want this, you know, I can send it to you at a discount since you still have the print. And so she ended up buying it and I ended up doing fine. You know, I mean, it all worked out in the end, but (laughs) make it right. And she was so happy that I was communicating with her and talking with her about it. And it really just made for a happy ending, but it's better to deal with any of these issues one-on-one 
than for them to leave something in a public review. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you might have scenarios where, you know, the business owner wants to get a little bit uh, cheap and they say, oh, you know, you got to prove that this and that happened or whatever. And they kind of get into this little bit of an argument back and forth, back and forth with the customer. And that's a bad idea. You know, what is a bad review worth to you? You know, what is it really worth? Is it worth, you know, the few bucks that you save by, you know, not replacing something that was damaged or making it right with the customer? You know, if you have to spend an extra 20 bucks, you know, to win that customer's heart and make it right and leave a good taste in their mouth. And potentially buy from you again. We're talking about, you know, potentially having repeat customers. But, you know, people really do look at reviews on Etsy. And it can really take a shop down quick if you get, you know, bad reviews. And so, you know, just make it right for them. And if you're worried about damages in the mail, it's best just to get insurance. And that way, it's not that expensive. For example, if you're using Priority Mail on Etsy... Um, it already comes with $100 of insurance. Now, in those cases, if there is damage, you do have to have, I think, the customer send you a picture. So you can, you know, submit the claim, you know, with priority mail and all of that. But, um, you know, priority mail does come with $100 of insurance. And if you're using first class mail, which is a lot cheaper, typically for smaller items, you can always add on insurance for a very small fee. It really, it's like a dollar or two. I mean, it's like, it's very small, maybe even not even that, but it's this very small fee. And I really recommend getting insurance if you are shipping expensive items or if you're doing custom orders that take a lot of your time. So let's say you did a custom order and you ship it out and somehow it gets lost in the mail. So then you have to recreate that custom piece. Well, if you get paid for it twice, twice, you know, like if, if you get paid for it, um, you know, then it's, it's not a big deal because you've had that insurance and you're covered. So definitely think about that. And one of the things also to keep in mind, um, one time I had a customer message me and we always, you know, we always send out a message after it shows that it's been delivered, asking, making sure it got delivered okay and everything. And one of the customers said that the brushstrokes workbook came, but the corner was bent. I think her specific mail carrier shoved it, you know, into her, her mailbox and, um, Technically, you know, that wasn't my fault, but I I offered to, and she, you know, I offered to replace it, but she said, oh, you don't have to replace it. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's just the corner. But then I said, well, how about this? How about if I send you the PDF version of the book um, as, you know, so that, you know, um, you can also use that and print that off. And she was just over the moon happy, you know, so sometimes there's little things that you can do to make it up for them. Um, even if they say, oh, no, no, you don't have to do anything. You know, if they've reached out to you, you know, many times there is something that that you can do to try to make it right and to, you know, build in a repeat customer. And so, you know, this way of communicating, whether it's through like these templates that we said, you know, to send out your transactional emails, 
Um, it really does provide amazing customer service because you're in communication. They're not wondering, like, I remember I ordered something on Etsy. You know, CJ, you know, we have a little teacup bird feeder and mm -hmm. we love it because the birds come and I love watching them. But I ordered that off of Etsy and I never heard one peep from the person. And it just was like days and days. And I'm like, did they get my order? Is it coming? What's going on? And, you know, I messaged them. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, and, and it shipped off, off soon after that. But it, it just makes you a little bit nervous if you don't hear from anything, you know, from them or hear anything. And so it's just it's a way to provide great customer service. It's a way to stand out. And like I said, if you haven't taken the Etsy shop makeover course yet, I highly recommend it. In it, I give you my templates for the emails I use, but also just step by step on how to optimize your shop and really how to, um, you know, attract buyers through keywords, through other things. And so as we close this episode, we're going to give you a minute to just um, spend in listening prayer and just ask God, like, what are some what are some practical things that you can do to increase your customer service? What are some ways that you can really make your customers feel special, but also keep it simple for yourself? Or what is God saying to you about this particular episode. So we're just going to give you a minute to ask the Lord and to hear from him on this. just hope that that time is always really life-giving and beneficial for you, that you hear from God, not just hearing from us. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, really helps you to stand out is just doing a little bit extra. And so I hope that you, you know, got some ideas from this episode. And CJ, why don't you go ahead and close us in prayer? Yeah, and before I do that, uh, you know, there's a verse that I think is is appropriate, you know, for this episode. It's a great customer service verse, you know, you might say. And yeah. It's Proverbs 22.1, which says, Choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. And that's really, you know, what we want to be about. We want to be held in high esteem with our customers. You don't want to have this reputation of being a cheapskate or, you know, not making things right. Uh, you want to go that extra mile for your customers. As you do that, uh, you're going to have a good reputation. That good reputation, as Scripture says, is, is worth more than silver or gold. And so yeah. it's going to stick with you for a long time. 
and uh, we just want to leave you with that. So let's uh, let's close in prayer. Father, we just thank you again that uh, you have gifted us in unique ways, each of us. I thank you, Lord, for each of our art businesses and the creative things that you're doing through us. Lord, I just want to pray that uh, each of us would uh, go the extra mile, that as we even live out our faith in Christ, that we would be people of integrity, that we would be uh, people of a high reputation, that we would be held in, in great esteem with, with others, not for you know our own glory, but Lord, that we would be able to reflect that to you, that it is a result of what you're doing inside of us. So Lord, I pray that our, our businesses would have a great report with people and that um, we would just continue to build a customer base that no likes and trusts us and doesn't even hesitate to send others our way because they know we do uh, business God's way. So Lord, have your way and uh, we'll give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And as a reminder, if you haven't downloaded our PDF on questions you should ask on whether you should sell on Etsy or your website, make sure to download that at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash Etsy or website. So we're excited to continue this series next week. Next week, we're going to talk about why I don't rely on Etsy sales alone. So make sure to tune in next week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelly Hits, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day goal setting worksheets of $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the kingdom of heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.